Polls in New York State by the Trafalgar Group continuously show that Lee Zeldin is creeping closer to the level of Kathy Hochul when it comes to the numbers game as far as the election is going. That is what most of the surveys are showing. In fact, even in Hochul's own home area of Western New York, she has fallen sharply, primarily on the issue of one thing and one thing most of all, and that is crime. People are sick and upset and angered about the issue of crime and how it is affecting their lives daily. Not just in New York City, not just in Binghamton, not just in Albany, but even in Buffalo, where Hochul is a local girl. But basically, they're saying they're not happy with her performance. They're more than upset with the current attorney general and the programs that they say support criminals more than citizens. And this is why Lee Zeldin has jumped in the polls. Let's listen to what Lee Zeldin has to say when he held a press conference on this issue a few days ago and how his numbers are getting closer and stronger. And I, let me just follow that up and then I have another question. So do you think that the issues that are resonating with people are crime, congestion pricing, the tuition bill, the forgiveness um, efforts by the Biden administration. I mean, do you think that was a, that's also contributed to your rise in the polls? I mean, why do you think you're resonating the way you are? You know what's amazing is that if, if we all got together for a press conference when I got into this race 17 months ago, the top issues at that time are exactly the same as what they are now. Now there are current events with the conversation about how policies have impacted New Yorkers, the, the way that statements that have been made might impact the way New Yorkers are thinking, that might change a conversation on a particular day. But if we all got together, the top two issues, April 8th of 2021 when I got to this race, were crime and the economy. And at every single point over the course of the last 17 months, the top two issues of this campaign we're crying in the economy. And that's not because I say so. That's not how this works. It's because New Yorkers say so. If you did a poll of New Yorkers and you asked them, what is your top issue to decide your vote for governor of the state of New York? Over th what we're finding is that over three quarters of New Yorkers will tell you either crime or economy as their number one issue. And many New Yorkers will say those are their top two issues. Now, it was an interesting tweet over the weekend. Uh, the Lieutenant Governor, Antonio Delgado, put out a, a comment about how, the, uh, about how Kathy Hochul is focused on uniting, and she's against uh, division. And it's a, just a really big irony alert, because a lot of New Yorkers are self-reflecting on a comment that Kathy Hochul made just a couple weeks ago where she declared that I, a lifelong New Yorker, born and raised, only four years out of the state, was four years spent on active duty. She says, I'm no longer New York. She demanded that I get on a bus and I move to Florida. Now, I'm not going anywhere. And I'm running to be the governor for all New Yorkers. Does that mean that all New Yorkers are going to vote for me? Of course not. But what happens after an election is over, you wake up the next day, it's November 9th, and you have a duty as the governor of the state of New York to try to be the governor for all New Yorkers. President Biden has the duty right now to be the president of all Americans. I disagree with Kathy Hochul on a number of policies, but
But I'm not here to declare that she's no longer a New Yorker. I'm not here to demand that she get on a bus and move out of the state. I'm here to demand that she show up at a debate. I'm demanding that we have multiple debates and we do them now before absentee voting starts, before early in-person voting starts. I'm running against her because I feel like our state is heading in the wrong direction. I want to do my part to save this city. I don't know about Kathy Hochul, but when I hear the story of somebody who is afraid when they ride the New York City subway, they're talking about how they hug a guardrail or a pole because they're afraid of being pushed in front of an oncoming subway car. Now, I don't know what Kathy Hochul is keeping her mind occupied with over the course of today, but for me, that, that would keep me up at night if I'm the governor of the state of New York. She doesn't even comment about this stuff. And actually, the people who run Albany right now, the one-party rule, they feel like they haven't gone far enough with their pro-criminal policies. So when I say that we need to overhaul cashless bail and the men raise the age, we need to repeal the HALT Act because our corrections officers are being attacked more since April 1st, and prison staff. Oh, and by the way, inmates have been getting attacked more too. What's Kathy Hochul's big answer to it? Now, I say we should repeal the HALT Act because it clearly had the the effect that was guaranteed when it went to effect, she says, well, we're just going to no longer call inmates inmates and we'll just call them incarcerated individuals and then that's that. So I, th these are issues that should keep her up at night and I, I don't believe that they, that they do. Uh, I believe that it's important for the governor of New York to be somebody who wants to be the governor for all New Yorkers and Kathy Hochul has really done a lot here over these last few weeks to alienate millions of New Yorkers who already were unhappy with the direction of the state under her leadership. There was a point where people started saying Kathy Hochul was Andrew Cuomo 2.0, but there are a lot of people who are saying that, who are actually not saying that anymore because they believe that she is that much worse. And this is coming from people who are not supporters of Governor Cuomo. That's how bad they feel about her leadership and how strongly they feel about that. So Kathy Hochul today started a $2 million ad campaign um, around the state, both uh, print and TV, where she- Meantime, journalists are asking uh, Zeldin if indeed Donald Trump is gonna be joining him on the campaign in New York State. Kind of a toxic issue because Trump, let's face it, isn't as popular as he is in other states in the state of New York. New York being a very blue state in the cities, but in the countryside or in the rural areas is redder than red. And in many upstate areas, and even in New York City, many areas, Trump won in the last election. Overall, he didn't, but in general, he has a lot of following and a lot of support in many parts of New York State. And let's face it, Trump is a lifelong New Yorker. He is from Queens. But to some of the more liberal set in the media, the idea of Donald Trump campaigning alongside Lee Zeldin is something that basically sets him off. Well, he has held a fundraiser for Zeldin, but he held that fundraiser in New Jersey. There are issues involved here, primarily. They're saying they're worried that if Trump comes to campaign, well, Letitia James may just try to arrest him during one of his campaign rallies. And in fact, that is what they're trying to do more than anything. Keep Trump out of New York. 
keep him from upsetting the apple cart, as it were, in New York State, particularly for Democrats. Here's Lee Zeldin on that. Uh, former President Trump held a fundraiser, uh, fundraiser uh, last night uh, for you. I don't know if you were there. Are you planning on having uh, the former president campaign with you in New York State? So it was Sunday evening, uh, the, the event, not last night, just for the record. Uh, and at, at this moment, there aren't additional events planned, but as far as my schedule goes, uh, at some point this evening, I'll get an itinerary for tomorrow. We have a good team that puts together the schedule, and then I go do the itinerary. So uh, as far as uh, our schedule goes, as far as I'm aware, there isn't an additional event planned, but I wouldn't read into that one way or the other. Would you like him uh, to come with you to rallies and campaign for you actively? Yeah, well, over the course of this campaign, uh, over the next 60 days, uh, we'll be traveling all over 62 counties of this entire state. Uh, there are many counties that strongly supported President Trump. There are other counties that didn't. And as far as it relates to campaigning with anybody, uh, it's important that you're campaigning with the people who most strongly support a particular person who's uh, campaigning on your behalf. So if we were to talk about there being an event, there would be a conversation to be had as to where that event would be held and when, what kind of an event, who are we meeting with, who are we rallying with, and that would apply with regards to anyone who comes. So but as far as that conversation, I have not had that particular conversation, but that's if we were to have a conversation, that's where we would start. Uh, would you like him to campaign with you or not? It's just a simple question, yes or no. Would, it, it, would you it, like it, him to come with you to a rally uh, to campaign with you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's something that we might do. Uh, if we were to do an event, it would uh, likely be uh, an event that would be in, in you know, some of the areas, I would, I would imagine it would be in some of the areas where he might have the most amount of support. So but again, that's, you know, it's, it's a premature back and forth that we're having here because this right here is the first conversation on that topic that I've had. You're saying you only want him in areas where he's popular, but you don't want him to no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't say that. I would just say with regards to anyone who wants to campaign with me, uh, we, when you're having a conversation as to what kind of a campaign event you're going to have, the conversation would, would likely start with regards to where would we want to have the event, when would we want to have it, who would we want to have it with, and as far as brainstorming goes, at the top of the list, in a state of 62 counties, the conversation would start in what ever areas he happens to be the most popular or she happens to be the most popular for someone coming into the state. So it's not, I'm not saying that, that any particular location I wouldn't campaign with someone, it's just if you're brainstorming a, a campaign event over the course of the next 60 days, that's where all conversations would start. Um, I'm Mike of New York, that's the latest for me for now. I'm going to let you go with this little tidbit. And uh, what's coming up as we look at the situation in the country today, of course, we're also looking across the pond at the UK and what is going on over there with a new king, Charles III, taking over, but also other issues that have cropped up around the world, including that of border security and border protection. 
And these are issues that a lot of people are concerned about. On Newsmax, Jim Kelly was talking about that the other day. And let's just listen to his guest and him and how they discussed that issue. Nine weeks exactly from the election in November, where Governor Kathy Hochul is facing a challenge from Republican Congressman Lee Zeldin. Hochul is still leading in the race, but a recent poll has Zeldin inching closer. Summer is at an end, but the season for campaign ads is now upon us. This is crunch time for campaigns. Governor Kathy Hochul's campaign released two TV ads on Tuesday focusing on guns, abortion, and the attack on the U.S. Capitol. These ads are part of a $2 million campaign that will air on TV and digital channels. One spot highlights a mother whose son was wounded during the shooting at the Buffalo supermarket. Governor Hochul showed up that day. Meanwhile, Congressman Lee Zeldin called these ads distractions from issues facing New Yorkers, such as crime and inflation. What I'm doing is talking about the issues that New Yorkers say they want us focused on. I think it's very telling that Kathy Hochul put an ad out as her first ad of the general election. She's putting millions of dollars behind an ad. Is it about making the streets of New York City any safer? No. Former President Donald Trump held a fundraiser for Zeldin over the weekend, helping him rake in around $1.5 million. Now Zeldin has been challenging Hochul to debate him. Hochul said again today she will eventually debate Zeldin. She just won't say yet how many times or where. That's all for me for now. From here in New York City and the borough of Queens, I'm Mike of New York. It is the 10th of September, 2022. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless all of us. And God bless these United States of America.